0: welcome to the city life lansing podcast we hope this message empowers you to love life love jesus love people and dream more you can connect with us at citylifelansing.com you belong here if you could have anything you want for christmas what would it be hmm. what i want for christmas is that's a good one i don't think i want presents I want for Christmas is the good news. And what I want for Christmas is discipleship. And what I want for Christmas, is unity. And what I want for Christmas, heaven and Lansing. What's going on, everybody? Here we are, grand finale, the last Sunday that we will have service together for the year 2020. Some of us are like, woohoo, 2021. But there's no guarantee that 2021 is going to be any easier God didn't promise that things would always be easy, but he promised that he would always be with us amongst any storm there would ever be. If you'll be brave enough for a moment right now, close your eyes and think of the hardest thing that's going on in your life. You got it? We're gonna bring that out on the table for a moment here. And we're gonna believe that heaven has already come to close the gap and deal with whatever's going on, that heaven in Lansing can take place. And when we say heaven in Lansing, we're meaning heaven in any type of situation. Our vision for 2020, the exclamation point on the year is heaven in Lansing. When we pull up the flag and put it on the, the post that we can all see, the the banner of what 2020 will say to us. We're praying as a people. It says to us, heaven in Lansing. And you see the H-V-N, N-L-A-N, and the L-A-N is using that, the airport. So if someone was to fly into Lansing, which hardly anybody does, or if they fly out of Lansing, very few do that as well. But for those that do that, okay, look, come on. Lighten up, lighten up. Somebody got mad. Somebody works at the airport and already got mad. You got mad. Chill out. It's not that deep. It's a fact, but relative to other airports. And um, but Jesus already flew into our city. And he wants to be in this place with his presence for every person. And our prayers matter. They change the climate of the city. We're gonna go to Matthew chapter six in just a moment. My favorite chapter in the Bible, I I, I said that before about different chapters, but this one is true. Matthew 6, if you've been following the Easter eggs of years in the past at City Life, you know that that is a deep chapter to us. And as we're getting ready to go there, I want to tell you a story because just a couple days ago, uh, Christmas Eve, our son was saying, uh, he goes, our oldest said, I'm praying for a white Christmas In that moment, I remember thinking, dude, I feel faith activated. I think it's going to snow. But in the same second, I was like, dude, if it doesn't snow, I hope he doesn't feel bad if God doesn't answer his prayer in that way. Because God doesn't always answer our prayer to change our circumstances, but prayer is always changing us. But in this particular situation, we woke up. First thing I did, I woke up on Christmas and I looked outside. It was white. And I thought, you know who? made it snow that day, Jerome Cyrus. And so anyone who liked the snow, you can thank Jerome Cyrus. And if you didn't like the snow, uh, no complaints. He he won't respond to your emails, so don't worry about it. (laughs) Our prayers matter. It sounds trivial, but God has invited us in to partner with praying for our spaces. Look at Matthew 6, the Lord's Prayer. Therefore, you should pray like this. Jesus is going to show us a template of prayer Our Father in heaven. It comes with relationship right out the gate. Your name be honored as holy, your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And do not bring us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. And some translations put kind of a church tradition added onto it that is not included in the early um, scriptures, which is, uh, for yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. That's where that comes from. As a family, we try to recite that prayer. We do that word for word because we're not as creative to follow the template. But we recognize though our dependency, but yet our partnership that we take place in bringing heaven here. Let's get deep for a second because the, the, the deepest waters, they're the scariest, but you can catch the biggest fish. And we're gonna go into some deep waters. In our city, before we planted City Life, there was a stat that that a few stats that wrecked us. One of which was 53% of African American boys weren't graduating high school. Um, Lansing was testing the lowest uh, 10% of the state. But there was one summer where there was nine shootings in six days. And when you got on LSJ or Facebook or Channel 6 and you looked at the post and everyone's like, yeah, Lansing, that place, that place is a crap hole. I gotta, everyone should move out of there. That place is horrible, horrible, horrible. And, I, and, I, and what, what hurt my heart was not only reading that, but what hurt me was I think that we kind of picked this up that when anything bad happens, our first response is to leave, not run to, but run from. And just think, oh, I don't have to deal with it. But, but, but every bad situation, involves people. And what does God care about most? People. So when there's a problem, who's the first responders? The church, the people of Jesus Christ. So that stat started to just really wreck us where it was like, okay, these aren't stats. These are people. You can read nine students in six days. You're like, dang, what's going on in our city? Same place we live, we were traveling, doing shows in different places, and it was like, all right, we're gonna quit traveling. We're gonna bloom where we're planted. Why? Because local is global. We all wanna make a global difference, right? But global is also local. We're deeply connected to everybody in the world. You can't separate either or. But everything we do, you cannot minimize the impact we have locally. It's global. There's power in staying. And staying isn't just meaning I'm being in one spot or I'm just in one city. Staying is a—it's—it's it's a mindset. It's how we live and how we operate. I want heaven in Lansing. I don't think any kid grows up and says, "You know what? I want to do? I'm gonna go out there and just run the streets." Ah, oh. grown-ups are all children. God's children. They just either got plugged into his story or the wrong story, but his story is always bringing us back home. And the good news of his story is this. We didn't go find him. We didn't figure out how to get back to Eden, but God came and found us and he brought Eden to us. He brought God, heaven, where it meets man, the most sacred space, heaven and earth, to be connected with us. And all people have got to know that. And that's why we want heaven in Lansing. Heaven in Lansing does not just mean our city in Lansing. It means the 517, heaven in the 517. It means heaven in the nation. It means heaven in the world. It means wherever you're at, where there's a place and there's people, heaven already came. And so let's continue to partner and pray and work in our place and see heaven come and tell people a better story. Invest in the kids. Get their trajectory looking a lot different. There's power in staying. There's power in us getting close. There's power in us leaving the comforts of whatever our spaces or our spheres may be and remembering, oh, Jesus gave up everything to find me. And so my love is now gonna run to, not from. Love is what compels us to push through when it's hard. Otherwise, we're all the same. We would post, let's get out of here. Let's let's go find somewhere safe. God did not call us to the safe zone. Come on, somebody, he called us to the faith zone. Face zone. We need to, Torian, we need to get a sample. Like, you know, when you get uh, like some preacher cheesy uh, like line, be like, do, be like pew, 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 but we got to get our own. Like, do, do, like a different tone. Anyways, as it is in heaven, let's go back to Matthew six, just for a moment. Matthew six in this prayer, our father in heaven, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, what's in heaven? Let's think about that. What is in heaven? Well, we know one thing that's in heaven. Our father, he's in heaven. What is heaven? It's outside time and space. When we think heaven, we think ethereal. Where do people go when they die? Well, there's a resting place. God. Uh, Jesus on the cross looked to the thief and said, today you'll be in paradise. We know that when we die instantly, will those in Christ will be with Christ in paradise instantly. But one day he's coming back, okay, and he's going to make all things new. So heaven is where God is. There's a lot of misconceptions of heaven. Is it far off? Is it distant? Remember God made this place and he said, it is what? It is what? It's good. So if he made something good, heaven's gonna be the, the total 2.0. It's gonna be the best renovation, the best restoration of what we see. There will be, there will be like what we operate, but we can't even fathom that there will be no more of the darkness. So heaven's a place of mores, but it's a place of no mores. Revelation 21 we end a lot here and we say all things new. And in Revelation 21, this is where this comes from. We get a picture of the end. John has been cast out to an island where he was he was persecuted and boiled alive, but he lived and he's on this island and he wasn't just in pain that he's having this revelation, but he's getting a revelation from Jesus of what the 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 end will look like, the final picture. God is the master at vision because vision gives us the ability to endure past the pain of today. It's what vision does. We need vision in every area of our lives because if we don't have vision to see beyond what we see, then we won't be able to endure and move forward past the pain of today. We'll look to escape, but we aren't called to escape. We're called to rule. We're called to dominate. Come on. So it's all the way from Genesis, all the way into Revelation. We get the picture of the end of what's taking, what took place all the way at the beginning. We got exiled. We got kicked out because we disobeyed God. But before we were ever kicked out, that sacred space of heaven and earth were right there in the center of all of his creation. And he was there right in the center, in that place with the people he made and the presence of God was there. It was sacred. And then in the end, He's gonna do that again. And Jesus, he tore the curtain. He took down the bridge, any barrier. He became the high priest for us that now we have immediate access at any given time to be with the Father. Immediate access, immediate access to be with the Father at any given time because heaven moved into our neighborhood. Jesus. That's why we can now boldly and confidently enter the throne room of grace with God, not because we're special, but because Jesus already did it. It is finished. This is the gospel. It's grace. So today, if we're feeling, I loved what Tina said before the second song. She goes, as humans, we think, I love you if, but God is, I love you, period. And that's what Jesus did. I love you, period. So we get access. And then finally in the end, in verse one in chapter 20, or verse one from Revelation 21, then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Heaven's a place of no mores. No mores what? And the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, a new Lansing, a new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, because that's where God is. He's outside time and space. He never wanted to be separate from us. He's always trying to come down to us, to be with us and provide all of the amenities that we can be connected and close with God. Prepared as a bride adorned for a husband, this is the great wedding, the final, the final holy matrimony, the ceremony of ceremonies where Jesus It's his church. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them and they will be his people. What's he care about most? His people. And God himself will be with them as their God. This is profound. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Whatever we thought of at the beginning, the hardest thing that we're facing right now, one day, it will be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain any more. For the former things have passed away, and he who was seated on the throne, said. Behold, I am making all things new. We have vision here that God is making all things new and that gives us hope today to be about the new thing. To not, when something falls apart, not wanna give up. No, we're, we're constantly being new agents. God wants us to, to constantly show what he looks like and partner with us, pray with him, pray for heaven to come. And for Jerome Cyrus, heaven to come on Christmas Day look like some snow. And by all means, we need to be praying for whatever we believe heaven to come will look like. And along the way, we'll see glimpses of that truth of whatever we've been praying for. Ultimately, we're praying that God's will would be done. But ultimately, what will be taking place is heaven's coming in us and we're inviting more people in along the way. The next chapter in Revelation 22, getting a picture more of the end, heaven. What is it gonna look like? A place of no mores and mores. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life. Going all the way back, tied to Genesis here, gonna be fully fulfilled, brightest crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb. Through the middle of the street of the city, also on either side of the river, the tree of life with its 12 kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit each month, the leaves of the tree will know, uh, the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. No longer, no more. will there be anything accursed? but the throne of God and of the lamb will be in it and his servants will worship him. They will see his face and his name will be on their foreheads. And number five, in the night will be no more. No more, no more nights. There will be no lamp of light or sun for the Lord God will be their light and they will reign forever and ever. He who testifies to these things says, surely I am coming soon, amen. Prayer. Come, Lord Jesus, more of heaven come in Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with all, amen. I know that's a lot, but here, let's break it down simply. If God's got a good end to the story, let's be about good things today. If he's gonna make all things new, let's just partner with him and bring heaven and Lansing everywhere we're going all the time. Let's not make it where the output needs to be be X, Y, Z of some type of results. I need to see this happen if I'm gonna invest. No, Jesus already invested in me, so I'm gonna constantly invest. When it hurts, when it's tough, when it's difficult, and I wanna take my ball and I wanna go home, no, we're gonna keep coming because God's love runs to me. Now, we can pick up some head trash along the way and think we gotta save everybody. God's not looking for us to do everything, but he is looking for us to do something for someone, and that's everything. So we do for one what we wish we could do for all. And we do that by receiving all of heaven for us. Uh, a term, let's break down some practical things before. We're gonna close today by worshiping and praying that heaven will come. I believe the best thing we can do for our city is first pray for our city, to bring the presence of God to our city, but not just be idle and, and distant, but to be praying to have the presence but to be present and close with people, to be really close. A term uh, incarnate and indigenous. Jesus was incarnate, meaning he was in the flesh. He works through local, it's how he flows. He decided to come as a man, therefore God left us, you and me, we are plan A, there is no plan B. The local church, we are in the flesh. God decided to move through me and you, through your job and your home, everything. You might think, well, I'm not good enough. I'm not qualified. God chose you. He chose me. He chose us to be the incarnate expression of who he is to this world. And then indigenous, native, that he wants us to be just like us. There's this uh, quote, I'll butcher it, but it's with the, Christian Community Development Association, CCDA, and they have it on their website. It's something along the lines of, uh, basically, let us work in a way that the people will look back and say, look at what we did. Not like, look at the leaders of look at what we brought, but the people would say, look what we did. Because in in every place in our city, in our regions is indigenous people that have great thoughts that look differently, we're all different, but natively God wants to use them. We always think, well, God wants to not use how he made me. No, he made you. The devil's been perverting it. He's been distorting it. God wants to show us origin. It's a story of vision. It's a story of love. We were asking our kids uh, when we were reading the Christmas story, and what did Jesus come? And some were like, well, the, the, you know, save us from our sins. And yes, that's true. But ultimately, if we're always thinking, well, I was going to be punished, and I was going to be punished, and that was the natural byproduct of disobeying. But the, 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 the chapter of how it even started was God loves us, period. And so he loves us so much that he comes and finds us, period. And then he wants to give us all of the greatestness of heaven because he is loved period. It's what he does. He is heaven and Lansing. He has done this and we're going to partner with him. So indigenous, we want to be incarnate and indigenous. And how do we do that? Well, there's nature and nurture. You still with me? Come on, re-up, at home, wherever you're at, let's go. I'm I'm, I'm probably going to go over in the timer. It's the last Sunday of the year. Let's go. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Nature and nurture. Can we change the nature of somebody? Are they just going to be like, look at their parents. It must be how they're going to be. If we don't believe that we can influence the nature of somebody, then friends, why do we even do anything at all then? We have to believe that nurture can transform nature. There's this movie, Three Identical Strangers. Here's the cover of it. It's super deep. We were watching this on a plane and we were crying because these triplets were in an adoption agency and there was a study done on them and many different uh, identical twins that had parents with um, some type of mental conditions. And they followed them, they studied them, and they were in three different homes strategically. One was kind of a really hardcore military home. One was, um, I think, super rich. And then one was, I'm paraphrasing, watch, watch it. One was kind of like the dude man home. Guy was filled with love and, and joy. And, and as the kids grew up, they, they did, the nature that they come, came from started to show. DNA, that, that it started to show. Their parents, they started, they started seeing, okay, but what they found was, and all this research is locked and keyed until they will all die and most of us will die. I can't remember the year, but it's like 20, 2070 or something. Um, it, it, it's, gr- it's grieving and deep, but it illustrates this point, that the one home, the, 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 one of the kids seemed to respond the best. And then eventually as they all met each other later in life, randomly, that's a whole separate part of the story. They met each other later in life, this, this one home kind of became the, the hub where they would go and have a place of safety. And that home was the dude man home. The home with just love, kinda, let's happy go lucky and, hey, I love you, cause I love you. You'll be okay. Bounce back, that kinda, that kinda coaching. Now that challenges me, cause what that shows us is that nurturing does matter. We might not see the nature change instantly, it could be generational, but Isn't our work already completed in Jesus? So don't we work from victory? Don't we work with God? And aren't we working towards one day it'll be all things new? That doesn't mean that we don't care about this earth. We should care about this earth the most because we want God to find us being faithful. We care about global warming. We care about science. We care about all of it. So we don't check out and say, well, he's gonna make all things new one day. It'll be heaven forever, a new heaven and a new earth, pastor. So that's, that's what we're going to do. No, we're going to be about the kingdom all the time, all the time. So four things as we get ready to go. Because you and me, get a glimpse for yourself right now. You and me, we are a symbol and a picture to this world that God cares and he's real. We never have to be perfect but we are a symbol and a picture to this world. Number one, heaven and Lansing is when me and we, we're we're being the kingdom of God. Notice being is underlined here because we don't have to force it, it's identity. I am a son, why? Because Jesus brought me in, I get all rights. I'm a son, I can be fruitful, multiply and take dominion working will feel like toil, but I'm now restored back to the vocation. I'm all flowing, my doing flows from my being. This one's really tough because if you're coaching somebody with their bad doing, maybe they'll struggle and think, well, come on, am I not good enough? No, dude, God already said you're good enough, but it doesn't mean you can't say you, you just, you aren't good at this. And it's like, oh, well, you know, and we pick up head trash along the way. Being naturally does, it's two sides of the same coin. Heaven and Lansing is sharing the good news. If there's only one good news that can change the trajectory of people's souls forever, heaven in Lansing is that. Heaven in Lansing is making disciples, learners, and followers of Jesus Christ. Jeremiah 29, heaven in Lansing is seeking the welfare of the city. So we care about everyone in this city, in the 517, because in the city's welfare, we get our welfare. Matthew 5, 16 shows us that the world is looking at us. Look at this. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Father in heaven above everything. Heaven come, will be done here. When I'm doing good works, people can see, wow, Father in heaven. Whoa, really neat. Because most of the good works on this planet, it's not father in heaven, but it's, hey, see what I did. See what I own, see how much stock I have. Look at what we did. No, 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 look at what he did. Look at what he's doing. And that's not some um, belittling us. That's some beauty. That's putting beauty in its proper order. No, he's so beautiful, look at him. And he chooses to use us. We're gonna pray for heaven and Lansing to come in every sphere. And whatever's so hard in your life, I pray heaven and Lansing will come there too. That you're praying for white snow and white snow will happen. And today we don't get the full mystery of how it takes place, but we recognize God has decided to partner up with us, mere humans, imperfect centers to, to bring heaven here now. It's really cool. So if you guys would play something and we'll, we'll, start, um, we'll start getting our hearts and our affection to get ready. And I'm gonna lead us in prayer and we're gonna, we're gonna worship. Let heaven come. So get comfortable at home, get comfortable in this room. Put down your pens. This, this isn't a journal time. This is, this is us getting the Holy Spirit. Jesus came and then he told his people to wait. Wait on what? Wait on the Holy Spirit, this new living water. The Holy Spirit would be this new living water, never ending supply that we would have as we're praying in the Holy Spirit, with the Holy Spirit, showing us more of who Jesus is, doing the new thing all the time. The Holy Spirit is so creative, so with us, always alive and electric. That when we pray, Holy Spirit's prompting us. I wanted to be with us. It's a sacred connection. That when we come into Jesus, and if you haven't come into Jesus yet, I pray right now, you just say, man, Jesus, ha, I make you my Lord and Savior. <laughs> and just boom. You say, man, Holy Spirit, just, just have full reign today. Have full reign. In this room, Holy Spirit, have full reign, full control. Because heaven and Lansing comes when a teacher invests in a student who's left behind. Heaven and Lansing comes when a police officer is driving through a neighborhood and prays for the people. Heaven and Lansing comes when a government official listens to the people and then serves the people. Heaven and Lansing comes when a relationship listens and forgives each other. Or when someone even picks up someone else's trash, Heaven and Lansing comes. Heaven and Lansing comes when a gas station clerk has a small conversation and authentically means this have a good day. Heaven and Lansing comes when we take care of our land, when we fix our roads, and Heaven and Lansing comes when we're okay with unfixed roads, because Heaven and Lansing is Jesus. Heaven and Lansing comes when we cultivate plates or uh, uh, plants, or we create art in our spaces. Heaven and Lansing comes when love runs to and not from. That's when Heaven and Lansing comes. Let heaven come right now. Father, we pray that it will be in Lansing as it is in heaven. The narrative of our city is not 20 homicides. The narrative of our city is peace and prosperity. God, let your will be done and your kingdom come. In the 517, the nation and world right now. And we pray through our Jerusalem, our city in front of our face. Lansing, let heaven come, let heaven come. Let heaven come in our schools. Let heaven come with jobs and prosperity. Let heaven come with endurance in long suffering. Let heaven come with a hunger and thirst for the presence of an almighty God, the almighty God. God, we thank you that you are our father in heaven, above it all, outside time and space, above it all, but that you made a way that heaven and earth heaven in Lansing connect through Jesus. God, let your spirit roam right now with creative thoughts in a a new picture of what 2020 was, what it is right here, right now, and what it will be when it's talked about, what 2021 will be as a people here, that we will believe that heaven in Lansing is possible and we will be faithful until you make all things new. We worship with that posture right now. God, we trust that you'll do all the heavy lifting. Come on, let it go, let it go. Don't try to lift what God's already lifted. Don't try to fix what, he can, what only he can fix. Just be in this moment right now and let's worship the king of the world, the king of the universe, God in heaven. Thanks for listening to the City Life Lansing podcast. Loving you and loving the city one life at a time. For more information, messages, and to partner financially, go to citylifelansing.com. You belong here.